This episode is brought to you by Netflix. Hold your carriage horses and tighten those corsets. Bridgerton is back. Longtime friends Colin Bridgerton and Penelope Featherington find themselves in quite the precarious situation. The wallflower is ready to bloom, but she needs Colin's help to find a marriage match. Has Penelope truly pushed aside her feelings for Colin? Will Colin realize his feelings before another suitor takes Penelope's hand? And will Penelope's secret identity as famed gossip writer Lady Whistledown destroy any chance she may have at love? This gentle reader can't wait to find out. Watch part one of Bridgerton now, only on Netflix. Hello and welcome back to the You Up podcast. I'm Jordana Abraham. And I am Jared Freed. It is so good to be back here with you, Jordana. We're here in studio. Another beautiful week of solving dating for us. How are you? I'm good. I had a great 4th of July weekend. How was your 4th? I did it all. What did you do? I feel like I did it all. I went to a nice dinner in New York. You had a pool party, I saw. I went to two pool parties. I went to a baseball game. I went to Benihana. I did it all. I you really babies. didn't, you know, we just Slam. talked for 20 minutes and I, now I'm getting, ref, you know, I'm getting reminded of all the stories I saw. And I remember seeing the Benihana being like, that's my favorite restaurant in the world. I was happy. I was like, yeah. so wait a I went, minute. Now I, and it's funny because I had an Instagram story when I was there that came up, you know, sometimes it comes up like you posted this a year ago mm. and it was the exactly one year ago and it was that <laughs> it, me at Benihana. A 4th of July tradition I guess unlike so. any other. Wait a minute. Where did you go to dinner? You know, where was the nice dinner? Um, we went to Lartuzzi. Whoa, that's lovely. a nice dinner. That's yes. a great dinner to do on a, people don't know this. I don't know if they know, New York City's best time. I mean, we talked about this last time. Best so, time to be yeah. in New York City for an IRL summer. Uh, IRL <laughs> summer, in real life summer. Some other people call it uh, going outside summer whenever you can. I don't know. They did a weird... Leaving your home summer. Leaving your home summer. Some people have tried to imitate, but you can never really. Yeah. IRL summer, in real life summer. Um, the best time to come to New York City is a holiday weekend because you can be... It feels like the right amount of people are in New York City yeah, during a holiday weekend. You can get weekend. a reservation. Yes. And it's not like swarmed. It's sort of... Uh, I would say, yeah, it's a great, it, it, the only drawback is that it is hot here. Yes. There was, I think Saturday, I went to the, the Mets game. It was like thick. Yeah. Thick air. Baseball game in the heat. Too tough much. Hang. Too tough much. Hang. Yeah, it's yeah. too much. Because there's no escape. Mm -hmm. it, unless you're in a shaded part of the ballpark, then it can right. really be like you're in the sitting in the center of the sun. Yeah, we had to like go inside for a bit. Yeah. Um. What do you think? Do you like a baseball game? No. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like any Hard sporting no. games. I'll go if it's like it was like a group. Mike got these tickets from his friend who couldn't go, who okay. has like season tickets, great seats, mm -hmm. like right before behind um home plate. And like they're with access to the Delta uh Ooh, the Delta Mets living. city field. I kept calling it Chase Stadium. That's how long it's been since I've been to a uh a baseball well, game. Well, knowing Chase Stadium yeah. means that you're a true Long Islander. Yes. Like that is a very, you know, calling it Chase Stadium, yeah, it's from another time. But it hasn't been since Chase Stadium in what, 15, no, 20 years? City Field yeah. is um, is one of the best ballparks in the, really beautiful. In, in the very clean. In the majors. Very clean. Also, great food options. Yeah. I had some fried Known pickles. For it. Yeah. Yeah. And I didn't realize that Delta Delta had a had a place there. Um, I didn't know. They haven't called me I guess, to yeah. let me well, know. You'd think as a diamond <laughs> As I a would Diamond know. member, you, they would they would you, let you know about I, the lounge. I thought my you know my portrait would be on yeah. the wall. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I don't don't care really about baseball 
um, at all. But it was a nice group activity. You go, you have a drink, something to do. I like to get drunk at a baseball game. I like a beer. I mean, mm. Wrigley Field uh, is, I've had some of my more fun drunks, like outdoor living. Right. You know, it's a, it's a nice to me, grouping. it's a picnic yeah. with something going on. Right, with you a know? show. With a show, yes. you're right. Um, so hold on. So then you had these pool parties. Yes, two different, saw- two different, Mike's friend's pool party, my friend's pool party. Wow, dual pool, two, pool parties. Two pool parties. Both were at the wedding? Both pool both, people? Yes, both people, both pool hosts were at the wedding. It's like you got half and half of the wedding. That's great. <laughs> yeah. Kind of. That's great. Yeah. And then hibachi. What a weekend. Yeah, I know. I got I feel like I really I did it all. I took a I did a sampling of all Yeah, that that's that that is a, a uh, holiday weekend poo poo platter. Yeah. You um, got it all. It was nice. It was a nice weekend. Like you said, I agree. The city, besides, the, if you took away the heat, sure, it was nice to kind of like be in the city and relax and get a reservation. And we went to we went to the big gelato place in the Upper East Side. I think mm. in Anita Gelato, where I wait. We waited twenty Anita minutes. Gelato? An- Anita Gelato. Anita. A N I T A. Anita. I need. That's my Long Island accent. Anita Gelato. Well, that would be like a fun take. That would be a very Americanized. Take a need of gelato. Yeah, this, was, this was Italian. This gelato. is Anita yeah. gelato. But, but it was funny because you know how you, I mean I show this all the time. Mike has like he he likes that like disgusting cherry coke, vanilla coke, whatever thing it is. And so we usually go to Ralph's, which is right next to us. Yeah. If you're in the city, you know what that is. It's like ices or whatever. And then we we waited 20 minutes online for this gelato place because it's biased. It always has a long line. We're like uh-huh. we got nothing to do. Like we just went to Lartuzzi. Let's check it out. Yep. Yeah. And then we get there, we, we get it. I'm like, this is great. But I'm like, what, what did you think? He's like, you know, like, I just don't know if the flavors are like for me. And I'm like, did you? he's like, I think I prefer the flavors at Ralph's. I'm like, you thought there was going to be blue Hawaii at the <laughs> Italian gelato, authentic Italian gelato place? Like, uh, <laughs> I'm like, grow up. I just... <laughs> They didn't have red icy. Right. Where was the Mountain Dew gelato? The thunder splash, yeah. like whatever. It's Blue like a, Hawaiian. Yeah. I just love it if a, a, Anita came out. It was like ah, spits on him. <laughs> you disgust me. Seriously, and he's Italian. It's embarrassing for him. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Uh, yeah. He, Putting I shame get... to the Marinelli name. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> oh, you don't like uh, me a gelato. Exactly. <laughs> that was such a great impression of an right. angry gelato shop owner. Yes. I love it. The, yeah. Well, the, we you, we don't put it out as a video. I did the classic <laughs> Italian we'll get, we'll get finger <laughs> thing. Yeah. Hey! Some old Giuseppe comes outside. <gasps> you will speak a bad about the gelati. <laughs> we no have Mountain Dew. <laughs> no, that's exactly that's Mountain Dew. That's what he would have probably ordered. Right. Yeah. I, I had a gelato this weekend too. It's a great. That's not. It's a. That should be an extra Fourth of July tradition, even though it's not really American. Let's celebrate this country by having an Italian ice cream. Yeah. That's, Let's do it. <laughs> well, also to go back to Lertuzzi, that's a that is a fine dining establishment. Yes. Can't get a reservation. I once walked in there alone. I was like, Hey, uh, you got a spot at the bar? They're like, Yeah. Oh yeah. Hold on. Two hours. I was like, For one for fucking one loser. Person? Yeah, so uh, I, I mean, that's so ridiculous. that's a, that is the beauty of a holiday weekend in New York City. I was here yeah, for so half I'm, the what weekend. What did you do? 
I did shows at the Comedy Cellar Friday late, Saturday late. I went to, um, we really sound like a very highfalutin podcast. I was at Soho House. <laughs> I was about, as I'm about to say Soho House, I'm like, man, we are it's not the luxury lounge. Yeah, this is the luxury lounge for sure. Couldn't get a po- spot at the pool. Um, Ugh. Brutal. Um, it makes you that, rethink what this day is all about. Right. It really, <laughs> what did we even fight for? You know, so I couldn't get a place. So now I'm that guy with my stuff in my hand trying to get in the water. Like I'm putting my stuff in a corner. Right. Um, I did find a seat that was nice. And then I went to my friends in Connecticut. Oh, yeah. We had my my good friends from college. It was like a college get together. My, you know, we drove up. I brought some faux pas. How were they received? Ooh, they went down quick. Amazing. And I have to say. Great beach drink, right? Great beach drink we went to like we were in darien connecticut which is near stamford and they have this like if you live in the town you get to go to the beach you have a beach pass so you can yeah i I think it's like whatever you buy up for the summer and then connecticut beaches rocky okay tough on the feet a lot of dads with kids running around and i kept calling it dad beach to my buddy i mean that it's not exactly the jersey shore no no it's young young yeah it's like little babies and like starter family family beach yes yeah um we brought a ball threw around the water did that then went back to their house they got a beautiful house great backyard grilling i'm meeting like it's weird because i don't feel behind as a single guy i just feel like we're living parallel lives like different lives yes like i went up and and went to planet Young family okay. from planet single. Do you ever think, would it be weird if like this could be me? Oh, absolutely. You I think about I mean? that's all yeah. I think about. And <laughs> there's and then I look at some of the couples, I go, wouldn't want that. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be pretty good. Like, you know, like yeah. my friends, I know my friends and I, I love my friends. So I'm like, I all of their lives. Sometimes, you know, some other couples came in and I'm like, are we the same age? Like, I can't believe <laughs> Like, you have a whole family. They seem a thousand yeah. to me because they have I've, a whole family, right? Yeah. So they like, and a house. There's the like, fr- right, yeah. yeah. There's the friends my friends have made due to their babies, right? So there's like another, you know. So what do you Mom, do in Manhattan? Right. In Manhattan, <laughs> I'm like, uh, I'm a comedian. Whoa, let's go. You know, like, and, and I'm like, am I talking to a thousand year old person? Yeah. Uh, we had happened. a comedy night at the Country Club a few weeks ago. I'm like. Or like what? we used to live in in the West Village 15 that years ago. Exact conversation <laughs> yeah. happened. Oh, we lived and we people used to the, go to yeah. you people know, in the suburbs always was, say that. It's like yes. I've been I've I know what you're t- like I'm I know what's in. I was there. I lived there yes. 8 years ago. Yeah. If you're a suburbanite that's outside of New York or has mm-hmm. lived in New York, you always tell your New York tale. Where you used to live. Where you right. used to live. Oh, I had a little apartment. And you talk about it like it's cutesy cutesy. And it's like, yeah, that's my life. Stop talking to me like that. You right. know, like, oh, I had, and I'd put on my heels and I would go out and I'd have a drink at five o'clock some days. And you're like, okay, yeah, people are doing, this yes. isn't, you know. Everyone who once lived in the city who is now out of it and lives in the suburbs always talks about New York like it is always sex in the city. Yes. And yes. it is glorified to a hundred percent. Yeah. And then they talk to you and then they're like looking at you wide eyed like, so is this still there? <laughs> and you're like, and and it does. Most of them aren't older. Yeah. That's the they're, crazy they're, they're, part. they're my age. And yeah. I'm like, so it do, that's why the parallel planets kind of feel right to me. And they were very nice. But it is also like, 
Uh, I, I, you gotta do that conversation. Right. But I was drinking faux pas. You like you don't understand. I they was get like, you. They get you. But the vodka soda, lemon and mint vodka soda, that is a smooth. Everyone kept talking about how it was like they're like, oh, this is like not metallic. They were like, this is like a cocktail. Like we were pouring right. it on Doesn't on the taste rocks. Synthetic. Doesn't taste synthetic. And then so we were out drinking barbecue, faux pas, chugging. Sounds like a great weekend. It was nice. And then came back on Sunday and, you know, I, I kind of, I, I decided I need to take a break, like a real break. This is okay. this weekend was such a half break that it made me annoyed. Like I thought I was going to be like refreshed from the fourth and I just right. wasn't. I was like. Well, you were working. I did work. That's why, you know, people feel refreshed after a vacation if they don't work. Yeah. yeah. I, I mean, I just, I you know, I don't give myself the credit. Like, we yeah. come here and we talk shit and have fun. It's work, yeah. But it's work. Yeah. You know, so you have to admit you have to, to that. to be on. Got to be on. Yeah. So I decided, I think I'm going to take a trip. And I told, and then I go, I'm going to go. <laughs> it's just so funny. I know my family so well. You know what they're going to say I before know, they say it. Yeah. I literally was like, I before think I'm going to go to I said it. I go. I think I'm going to Tel Aviv. I don't know what it is. I've seen it on Instagram. I was like, I want to go to Tel Aviv. And my mom and I knew she was like, "What alone?" <laughs> like immediately goes to straight negative. to the thing that you go that that caused you anxiety. to anxiety while even thinking about it. Right. Like I don't have the confidence to just go. I'm going. Like, I got to run it through them, but I knew running it through them would get alone. But also, when are you going? What are you going to do there? What do you, do you know anyone? You know, you do that whole thing. But your parents know you and you yeah. travel alone. That's all you do is you I go, know. You know. I think because I mean? it's different, it's not work. Yeah. And then, and then my mom does this thing. This is, and I think single people can all relate where they go. And I think, like, I think more women can relate than men because I've never gotten this before. Let's hear it. My mom goes, I just wish you had someone to go with. <laughs> Aww. <laughs> I died. I was Aww. like, okay, goodbye. Like, I don't, right. I don't wish for that. I you don't, don't say, wish I for didn't, that. I right. didn't say, I think I'm going to go to Tel Aviv. And then I didn't go. And then my first thought wasn't to pity myself for going, you know, like, mm. that's the thing. I was like, oh, this could be exciting. This could be fun. And they're like, and, you know, the reason I picked that country, you know, to go right. to Israel is like thinking like, I'll well, meet people. There. I'll meet yeah, people. Yeah. And there. I, I do know that, like, I, I think there's a relatability. I think I would like, it would be. You, can you imagine your dad saying that to you or thinking that? Never. Right. Never on earth. Yeah. Never would my and dad I, say that. I think that's because, I mean, I you get it a lot more as women, but I think it's maybe a lot more true for women in a little, in some ways. Shapes well, it's not forms. safe. Like, you know, I can understand the, the, the actual uh, fear the, of harm right. being alone somewhere. Yeah. The safety, but also sort of like. I don't know the like it the it's such a romantic idea and mm. I feel like it because it's so built up it it seems sadder for a woman. Yeah, I guess the you know what I mean. The romantic idea for me is randomly having hot sex with a right. random Israeli and then coming back and we never speak again. Like that's the romantic. Yeah, fun and that's thing not what your mom me. means when yeah. she says, "I just wish you were with someone." <laughs> Yeah, you know right. What I mean? But I guess the romantic yeah. version, maybe for a lot of women, would be going there, meeting the love yeah. of your life, and then you're together forever, forever. Yeah, <laughs> you know, like our versions of romantic are right a little I, different. Well, I think but it's also, more like she wants to know you're okay. Totally. You know what I mean? And then nothing makes you seem more not okay than going, "I'm fine." 
<laughs> I'm fine. I don't care. You know, now you got to like defend yourself. I don't yourself. need a woman to be happy. Yeah, I'm going to be okay alone. That doesn't sound good at all. But so. it's true. Any, I think if anyone, if it was true of anyone, it's true of you. Yeah. Nothing gives me naked confidence like really nailing a tough workout. There's a real sense of power that comes from pushing your body to its limits and conquering it like a champ. But a very close second, Lumi Whole Body Deodorant. It's the game-changing whole body deodorant for those who love feeling confident from head to toe. And you up listeners can now receive a special offer. New customers get 15% off all Lumi products with our exclusive code and link. Use code UUP at LumiDeodorant.com. L-U-M-E-D-E-O-D-O-R-A-N-T.com. Making sure that I smell good is like one of my top things to feel confident. If I'm scared that I might be like having an odor, that is going to totally throw off my confidence. So I love Lumi so I can feel confident that I'm smelling fresh every day. Lumi is seriously safe to use anywhere on your body. Yes, anywhere. It's baking soda-free, paraben-free, and pH-balanced for safe use below the belt. Lumi is formulated and powered by mandelic acid to stop odor before it starts. More like a pre-odorant. It's clinically proven to block odor all day and control odor for up to 72 hours. Choose from a variety of bright scents like clean tangerine, lavender sage, or toasted coconut. Lumi's starter pack is perfect for new customers. It comes with a solid stick deodorant, cream tube deodorant, two free products of your choice, like mini body wash and deodorant wipes, and free shipping. As a special offer for our listeners, new customers get 15% off all Lumi products with our exclusive code. And if you combine the 15% off with the already discounted starter pack, that equals over 40% off their starter pack. Use code UUP for 15% off your first purchase at lumideodorant.com. That's code UUP at L-U-M-E-D-E-O-D-O-R-A-N-T.com. Do you almost worry that when you, and it's not trying to give you any anxiety mm. or anything, but do you almost worry that when you eventually do meet someone that you will like almost be too into your own alone time? I think about that like, all the time. What if you have like kids running around and you're just like, get out of here. <laughs> right? Daddy like needs you're the, the silence. You're in Connecticut. You know what I mean? You're in your own house in Connecticut. And then there's just like <laughs> never alone again for the rest of your life. I thought about that the other day. I was, um, I went to a bar and I'm sitting there like to, I was literally going to like be on my phone and like um, do some writing on my phone. I'll do right. that. I'll have some drinks while I like, oh, cause I was do the happy 4th of July tweets. So I do that on the, oh, yeah. on the holiday. So I'm like, oh, I'll go to a bar. I'll have a drink while I tweet these happy for, you know, I'll figure out mm -hmm. what I'm going to do. And it's, you know, I don't, I don't think it's a good thing, but I, I because the the voices calm down in my head for me to write those tweets when I have like a, a nice buzz going. I don't think that's a great thing. I'd like to not have that, but it do, it does feel. I could see that. It, it, it gives it, you a creative. You know, you're like a who's that writer? I feel like there's some New York writer, like old old timey writer. That, I know who that you're thinking of. Completely drunk and writing. Yeah, he's an alcoholic. That's yeah. me. So, <laughs> so I Ernest no, Hemingway or Ernest, something. Yeah. There is a Mark Twain, I think, quote about like having drinks, right, alcohol, right, drunk, edit sober, something like, something like that. that. Yeah, I don't know I, if that was him, but I, yeah, I think Marky Twain, Marky T said that at some point. So I, and then I see these two women, and I one of them looked familiar to me, I, and I look at them like I know them, and then she goes, and I go, hey, and she goes. Oh, and she takes up a glass. And I go, that's not the person I thought it was. Okay. But then she goes, I follow you on Instagram. I go, uh, oh, now shit. I've, now I've let this person in. Now we got to right. talk. Yeah. Okay, and they got to be nice, which I'm yeah. totally you know appreciative of. And I go, oh, thank you so much. Oh, oh. Now, now we start talking and we're literally sitting there and they keep going. And then I'm just like on my phone to do what I came there to do. And they keep going, are you okay? <laughs> are you Okay. You that's, seem quiet. That's what being married is like. Are you like. okay? And I'm like, <laughs> oh my God. 
thank God I'm single. Thank God I can just, I had to leave. Well, it's kind of nice, right? Because now you're like, you know, any anything that makes you appreciate where you are now, mm. it's always a good thing to me. You know what I mean? I, I, I mean. But also like eventually, you know, you'll, you'll be with someone who doesn't annoy you like that. Yeah, I just, <laughs> I guess I'm looking for someone and I, that's even on my Hinge profile. Someone to sit silently with. with while both of us are on our own phone journeys. Yeah. That is kind That's of my the dream. the dream. Yeah. I've been striking out on Hinge. Can I read? Yeah, let's hear People it. like when we read these. Let's see. <laughs> I just got a text from my brother. Are you doing okay? What? <laughs> Do he I can, sound bad? Did you butt dial him and he could hear this whole conversation? Uh, maybe. I don't <laughs> <laughs> Please don't. T- I sometimes. Do you ever get those? D- I get DMs all the time. Are you? You didn't sound great. You sound. De- I don't. I think I'm fine. <laughs> I, such a you didn't say famous that. last oh. words. I, <laughs> We're concerned about people are DMing you. They're concerned about you. I've gotten those DMs. They are the most about annoying. What conversation? Fucking, I don't even know. You go. Also, I don't know you enough to, right. to question. We're not my, for, okay, right. Yeah. I have people that are closer with that we yeah, can, I can I, discuss I, I, this with. I'll for. figure this gonna, out. You should, you should get into it with them. <laughs> well, actually, I'm you know feeling a little burnt out. I'm going to go anyway. I'm excited for your trip to Israel. I think it's going to be great for Thank you. I'm you. excited to hear all about it. Oh, there'll be stories. And I think the other thing was like a little bit to get away from my phone, and I'm going to like uh, bring a notebook to write my silly thoughts into I instead like that. of my phone. Yeah. I mean, you're going to bring the phone, though. Oh, are you kidding me? I'm going to bring my best friend. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so here's, uh, here's me striking out on a hinge. You ready? Okay. Stars, they're just like us. Sorry, go on. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. I just like these people just not answering. I'm like, I must have been too much too soon. I think I was a little drunk, too. Okay. Um, so I wrote, did you make it to a beach or any body of water this weekend? That was my opening. Okay. Like their picture. They accepted it. I started the chat. Did you make it to a beach or pool or any body of water this weekend? That seems like a, That's fun. a better than a, a, a refresh on the, how was your weekend sure. t- text? Okay. I did. I was by the beach. Smiley face. How about you? Okay. This is where I may have done too much. I, I but I'm just like, let's get into it. Let's hear it. I was at my college friend's house in Connecticut. It was a very wholesome weekend with their babies and a barbecue. Loved it. And now I'm back to being a very judgmental New Yorker. Okay. Is that too much? No, I think that's fine. For the right person. Maybe not for Smiley Face Girl, though. Mm. Smiley Face Girl might be looking for a little more... um, Smileys. Yeah. Cheese. 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 Yeah, because my thought was... that's good. You're getting rid of someone who's not for you. Okay, because my thought was like I'm mentioning babies and barbecue. I was like, okay, that's me being... A little bit, you know, right. uh, romantic. You can be, you, you right. You can do it all. And now I'm back to cynical. Yeah, this for, judgy. The smile, the immediate smiley face uh, reads a little cheesy to me, which means okay. again might not be for you. I thought she was hot. Okay, now here's you can another be hot one. and cheesy at the same time. That's fair. Okay, here's another conversation. Okay, and I've been doing the liking a picture, and I know people don't like this, but I do think I, I'm putting it out there. I like the picture. Okay. They accept the like. I think it's a good dance on Hinge. You like the picture. They Someone has to accept the like. They accept the like. Okay. Now it's up to me to start the conversation. So then I go to their profile and, and I see something. one of their, and, the, and one of their, mon, they said my mantra, this is one of their, my mantra is eh, fuck it. Okay. okay. Uh, got a little eye roll. Less Jordana. cheesy than the last person. Okay. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Okay. We got the cynical. We okay. went from yeah, cheese yeah. to, yeah. you know, to the, uh, okay. the cracker. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. If, I was looking for opposite of cheesy. What is it? I don't know. What is the opposite of cheesy? 
Not cheesy at all. Not <laughs> cheesy. Okay. <laughs> we have, so I wrote, we have the, I said, hey, we have the same mantra. Okay. Referencing, eh, fuck it. So then they write back, eh, fuck it. Nothing else. Okay. Now we're kind of grasping. Yeah. Right? Like, I, mm -hmm. I'm like, okay, let's give this a note. Let's, and let's I think, pivot. if yeah, we'll pivot. Like, okay. I think if you're on these dating apps and you're like, okay, get out of my own head. They answered. Right. I think there's that thing where it's like, they answered. So I guess I'll try this door yeah. to see if this conversational hallway I'll try will one work. more time. I'll try yeah. one more time. Yeah. And I said, are you doing anything today that was preceded by an F? Fuck it. So okay. let's play off of it, but also yeah. questions. To be honest, that was yesterday. Today is realizing I have work tomorrow and being sad, you know? All right. This woman's the opposite. The other, other end of the, the spectrum. spectrum right? right. Yeah. I thought she was hot too. Jaded. So so then jaded and how about you? I need a little they're bit of... On, right. Then the jaded to cheesy scale, mm. too jaded. The other one's too cheesy. We mm -hmm. need to find Goldilocks. Right. Know, or the whatever the... <laughs> just right. The just right. Yeah. yeah. That is true. Those are the two kinds of daters in New York. The ones who were like um, idiotically optimistic versus like depressingly cynical. Yeah. <laughs> You have to find somewhere in between. <laughs> it is all over the map. Do you know what I mean? I know exactly yeah. what you mean. Because like, again, there is that New Yorker East Coast. Yeah. I'm too I've cool I've been dating, you yeah. know, fuck these dudes. Yeah, I've seen it all before. See, yeah. I, I've seen you before. Yeah. I mean, we see that at our live shows, too. Yes, we when do. People call out. They'll tell you which one they are. Oh, yeah. The people that call out at the live shows, the people that get like angry call outs. Yes. You're like, hey, okay. Right. Let's give that one Dump a hug. Dump him. <laughs> He has a girlfriend. Yeah, it's always. <laughs> we had one recently at a live show. Where we brought a guy on stage, and he said he was six two. Oh yeah. Was it the the setup? Which, which one was it? Oh, that was San Francisco. San Francisco oh, setup. Makeover. Dating at makeover. The dating at makeover, yes. and he says he's six two, and he's standing right there. He's a tall guy. Yeah, he looks close enough. And there was someone in the crowd that was like, "He's not six two." <laughs> And you're like, okay, well, I'm five eight and a right. half. Five eight is what I say to people. Yeah. Okay. What is this? Mind. Like the NBA like I, I, well, uh, records division? If he's <laughs> off by an inch. Who cares? You know, like I, I don't think and nothing about this it, and it is funny that like life is gravity. Mm -hmm. Because a couple guys say they're five set eight and they're five six, or because a couple right. guys say they're six foot and they're actually five eight, everyone's lying. Right. And it becomes this easy thing to get the villagers riled up with. Mm -hmm. You know, if you go to a town square and go, the men are lying about their height, 17 women will walk out to the square and join you and pitchforks and burn them. Yeah, it's messed up. And this one person, and you go, you have to realize when you've gone over the edge of sanity. Of cynical. Of cynical, right. right. Depressingly cynical. Right? Yeah. Right. Yeah, so I think neither of these people are for you. Okay, that's fine. Those are your two. It felt no. I, I have uh, I've had a bunch of strikeouts, just a lot of non-answers. But that, I mean, this is the reality we're all dealing with. Someone just matched me just now, and it might be too Jewish. <laughs> I think you need this. I think you need think this Tel Aviv break from I think work I, and from get dating. Away. Too Jewish. Can right. I go to Tel Aviv? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's true. Yeah, that'll be someplace you'll find less Jewish people. Yeah. I can only hope. I'll go to the. I'll go the to the the wall, the Christian wall. Yeah, I, you should do a uh, live scream at the wall. <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing? 
<laughs> just me oying. Sorry, we've we've gone on and on. I, I I've gone on and on. No, I, this I was great. Like, I feel like we got a we got the true taste of our weekends. Absolutely. Yeah. What do couples talk about at these pool parties? Like, were, were there single people there? Some. Yeah. A couple here and there. What do people talk about at these pool parties? Um, they talk about the taxes out in the property taxes out on. <laughs> so out everyone on goes Island. straight to cliche. Kinda. Yeah. I mean, especially when you're in a large group. So it's like, oh, you know what I mean? If you're in a totally. in a smaller, tighter knit group, then you're talking shit about someone. Yeah, of course. And that's something or something you saw online. And that's, that's you know, that's always refreshing. Yeah. It feels good. <laughs> feels like, you know. But then there's also like, you know, there's the family. They're in a they're in a place at, at my age where there's just like a lot of like the family planning so there's Mm -hmm. people who are pregnant there's people who are like um who just had a kid who are talking about there's like a lot of talk about like kids and um the next phase right the next step and like the buying of the houses and doing all that stuff so and that's where taxes come up yeah yeah you know listen grown-up stuff what do they say father time he's undefeated and it's kind of weird because it feels like you blinked and like you know, I had the same feeling. We were just in Murray Hill at, uh, <laughs> at Tonic, Tonic East. and you know, at Tonic East, and you know, <laughs> now we're talking. Now we're talking mortgage rates. And, yeah, you know, it inflation. is. Inflation. <laughs> that was kind of the part yeah. of the like the the two planets thing, where I was like, I blinked, and there's my friend with two kids. There's my other friend right. with two kids. There's their new dad friend. Yeah, the dog and the kids. The dog. Right. And they have people who didn't know them when they were throwing up. At, right. You know, and I'm uh, Mr. Uh, Inappropriate. Yeah. Like, I'm always the guy, oh, here's Jared. What is he going to say? I mean, that's also like your role, though. Right? I, that yeah. is my role. And they, I, like, they must like that. Well, I said, I go, the baby's got a huge fucking head. <laughs> <laughs> I go. Oh. <laughs> I was like, that is the Did they biggest. Not like that. Well, no, everyone. I, it's my friends. They okay. understood. I, I was like, it's a brand They've new seen, baby. It's they fucking, look. They see him. It's the cutest baby I've ever seen in my entire life. I go, that head is enormous. Did they like that? I put it on Instagram stories. <laughs> they were laughing about it. But then you don't know. You don't know. You feel by my mom calls me. How could you say that about the baby? I go, this baby's beautiful. Yeah. Baby should have more confidence. Can't yeah. take a joke. Can't fucking take a. <laughs> That's the baby's problem. Well, it's like, when can we be ourselves? I, I've thought this all the time. When can with we all friends, just hang with out? With a true friend. Look at your yes. fucking kid. Yeah. <laughs> they, they should have said it before you did. Called out right. the elephant in the room. Literally yeah. and figuratively. I guess I won't know until I know. You know You know yeah. what I mean? Like, you don't know how you're going to feel. about feel. Right. Well, it's kind of like a comment about your wedding. You know what I yes. mean? Like, you're kind of like, okay, like, this is funny. We can all joke about, like, the thing that went wrong. And then someone else says it. And you're like... That was fucking rude. Yeah. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> it's true. No one yeah. asks for their opinion. I guess you know we talk about this when you post online. Yeah. You go, someone's like, "Well, I love you know red pepper hummus," and you're like, "Shut the fuck up!" You know, right. like <laughs> get out of here. I didn't ask for yeah. right. It wasn't. I wasn't posting this so that that we could. I could take. If I wanted a poll, I would do a poll. I would do a poll. Yeah. What kind of hummus is best? And then you would give <laughs> options. Right. Right. That's not what you did. Not what I did. We're now referencing. Other podcasts. Oh, I just maybe that's why I also just listened to the episode of DST that you were just on last week. I, I went off. Yeah, it was a good episode. I thought it was. Fun. I enjoyed it. It was. It was fun, right? Yeah. The gherkin conversation. Yes, the gherkin, the hummus, uh, the, wanna, the cacio e pepe. 
Cock and penis. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> if you want to go check it out, DST's uh, episode I was on. The Benny Alvaca at the pool, I enjoyed that. I'm that, right. That, yep. Yes. It's Benny, insane. It's absurd, there's yeah. pool items and there's non-pool items. I also got to witness the Aileen asking for more chicken and it was... Uh, it was it was entertaining. It was. I mean, she's right. The waiter could not have been. You know what? It's funny because she was so ready to like yell at this guy, and he was like immediately. You know when someone almost backs down too quick, and yeah. you're like, "Where am I supposed to put all this energy now?" She's like, "There's really, like, there's really no chicken here. Like this is not." And he's like, "Oh, I'll get you right more right away. Of course, right yeah. away." And I could just tell she was like, she had all that. She was ready to like. <laughs> Go. She's strapping on <laughs> boxing gloves right. as she's and saying he just it. immediately. She's like, "Okay, what am I supposed to do now?" <laughs> I gotta just go got exactly. I just yeah. got exactly what I asked for immediately. <laughs> I brought too much energy it. to this yeah. to this situation. <laughs> I know exactly. You guys know I'm a huge fan of Skims, and with warmer weather coming up, I recently tried out one of their t-shirts. Skims makes the best basics and foundations, so it's no surprise that it's the best-fitting tee I've ever worn. Finding the perfect t-shirt can be such a challenge, whether it's the fit or the quality, but with Skims, they make the most flattering shirts for everyone. Honestly, I love pretty much everything Skims makes, but I really love their t-shirts. They're like form-fitting, and they make my body just look that much smoother. I have the soft, smoothing, seamless t-shirt in Onyx. It has amazing versatility. It is literally a must-have for a spring wardrobe. They're stretchy, they're flattering. You can dress it up or dress it down and you don't have to worry about compromising style or comfort. I also have the cotton jersey t-shirt in marble and it's really just changed the game for me. It's taking the regular t-shirt, it's leveling it up. There's no stretched collars or hems and it literally fits like a dream. Skims t-shirts are made with innovative technology while always keeping style and comfort in mind. From crop silhouettes to long sleeve layering tees, Skims has something for every fit and everybody. Shop the Skims t-shirt shop at skims.com now available in sizes extra extra small to 4x if you haven't yet be sure to let them know i sent you after you place your order select podcast in the survey and select you up in the drop down menu that follows let's do the email all right okay when should you tell someone you're dating about a friend make out i'll read it okay jay and jay huge fan of the show and oversharing and jay train pot whoa I had a situation recently that I think would be interesting to get your opinion on. About a year ago, my close male friend and I got really drunk and made out after a party. Nothing more ever happened because we both didn't want to mess up the friend group. But afterward, we discussed that we'd always had a mutual attraction slash some sexual tension. Recently, while hanging out with mutual friends, he mentioned that he tells girls he goes on around three dates with that he and I once hooked up. I'm not sure how he brings this up or the context. I thought this was strange since we only made out one time, no sex, and to me, this is not worth flagging to someone I just started seeing. He is not preparing to introduce these girls to me or the friend group when he brings this up. I'm not offended and don't particularly care, but I do think it sets it up for girls to act strange around me or not like me if we ever meet, which does bother me. My other female friend agreed that we both would not tell men we recently started seeing about a drunken makeout with a friend since there is nothing more to it. Maybe if they were about to meet that friend and it was a funny story, but even then, don't really see a need to divulge. However, we both also agreed that as the girl, we might want to know, so maybe this is a double standard and gender matters. What do you think? Do you think we need to share if you drunkenly hooked up with a friend of the opposite sex? And if so, at what point in dating? Thanks. It's an interesting question because of the gender stuff that she brings up at the end. Okay. Because I totally agree with what the guy's doing. That he's getting ahead of it? Yeah. Fuck yeah. And because I think, and this might not be the assumption of all men, but I think when I meet guy friends of my girlfriend or my significant other or someone I'm dating, I feel the vibe and I go- uh, wondering? I don't really wonder. 
Okay. I'm I, like, don't I wonder. No. And also. Do you care either way? I don't care. But the here's what happens with a lot of the will they won't they the Jim and Pam of the group. If they make out once, they usually date. If they're going to date. <laughs> if they're going to date. Yeah. The way it went for this guy, where you guys made out once and didn't date ever, it kind of makes sense. And then he's like, and women wonder, how do you know these women? You're going to get asked this questions. Mm-hmm. Do you have a history with any of these people? And you just don't want it to, ha- like the later you wait on it, the more it becomes, well, why did you hold it back from me? Why didn't you right. tell me this? And it, if it does come out, he's basically going, I, don't, I need you to know because it doesn't matter to me. Yeah. I guess the third date does seem a little premature, though, to me. It's, it's weird like, to have the I could see parameters it. on it. That's the weird part. To right. be like every third, date right. three. Almost like it's like, that's when I would imagine you'd make sure to tell someone about your divorce. Like you right. need to tell them about, you need to make sure they know that you that you made out drunkenly with a with one of your friends that they haven't even met yet. Totally. That's weird. Right? It's It makes sense to go, hey, we're going to go meet my friends. Let me give you the backstory. I never right. went to the party. This Her person, and I are yeah. good friends, know each other from this. We actually made out once. You should know that. Um, you right. know, like uh, her and I, we were friends since birth. You know what I mean? Like you yeah. go through the the roll call, so yeah. to speak. But I, I think the only weird part to this is to me the date three thing. Having uh, a number I agree. for it. Yeah, like why? It's almost, that would mean, um, to me, like it means it's more significant in some way that like you would need to make sure that it's weaved into a conversation in that way. What if you found out today that one of Mike's friends had made out once way With back him? when? trying to think if he has any like close female friends that aren't his friends friends that aren't his friends like wives or girlfriends like do you know what I mean like in mm-hmm. a, in a, I don't know if there's any like I guess like maybe like peripheral not not like a super tight-knit group but peripheral people they've hung out with in the past yeah. if I found out he made out with one of them I don't think I would care but I might care early on in dating when I was less secure would you care if you had met them a few times and then found out no, I would care if I was lied to, like if I brought it up and and or I asked about a weirdness and and it and was lied to. But if I had never if I never mentioned anything, I think it would really depend on the context and mm. like how close everyone was. But if it was a friend that they saw like you saw like once a month or something like that at like at a part at a large gathering, I don't think I would I would really care if I found out later that mm. it happened. I I just think there's like this thing where guys are like let me, if I'm going to, th- I don't want to be lying ever. Mm-hmm. I don't want to be or acting like, like I I've lie held by omission. Omission. Right. Yeah. Let me just get that out there. And it's like, you know. Would you be mad if you found out? I wouldn't be mad. I would more be like, why didn't it come up? Maybe it just didn't come up. It could have just not come up. Especially yeah. if they're not like, part- it's not like, I think it would probably more likely to come up if they're like super close. Like let's look at the uh, the office situation, mm-hmm. Jim, Pam, and um, Karen. Oh, Karen, yes, right. That was the that's more of like this sort of the situation where Karen comes to they're they're dating. She moves to um, where do they work? Scranton, Scranton, and like he had this big crush on Pam, and they they had made out they made out once, right? That situation you got to tell her. Yeah, she's moving her life. Yeah, you're dating. Jim's such an asshole. Yeah, right. <laughs> you say she nothing. She moved to the town. Right. Moved to you're, town. You secretly in love with her for years. To an office where you know everybody. She knows nobody. Right. 
You what go, a dick move. let me tell you everything that's going on here before we go. Yeah. But he didn't do that. But he didn't do that. Right. I In that situation, that's weird. Did Would he have needed to tell her that on the third date? Probably not. Yeah, I guess you have to wonder how close of friends these people are. And the reason he didn't tell her is because he was still secretly in love with her. Yes. So that's really like, I guess, the issue there. Yeah, I, I, I guess to me, saying it early on, it's, it's, a, it's like too late you care too much, too early you care too much. Right. I agree. It has. It's you like, know? let it come out naturally sure. in a way that is clearly meaningless. And on date three, I tell the girls I'm dating every woman I've ever made out with. Like, what? Yeah, I don't think it's a big deal. But yeah, I think it's. I think this guy is weird for making sure that he tells it at three. It's if is it if the if the question was is it weird that he tells everyone that he's dating before he brings around us that I that we made out. No, not mm. weird. Is it weird that he makes sure to tell these people after date three that this happened? That's weird. And then while hanging out in company of all the mutual friends, he mentions it. Right. That's weird. Yeah. It's almost like he's trying to bring it up. Right. So you have to wonder, it's it's not about, you know. Is it very meaningful to him? It, it seems as though. Yeah. And not as much to her. But she is writing into our podcast wondering why he's bringing right. it up. Maybe she among, wants to know if this he's is, pretty it, into her. This is what it all feels. It feels like this. these two are not done with one another yet romantically. But that seems strange to me because it feels like if they were going to date, why not date after the makeout? Because there's the whole friend group where they have mutual friends. And he, I think, I think mm. this guy wants to let her know he's still down. Okay. Whenever you bring up, oh, remember yeah, when we made the thing, out right. the thing, yeah. you know, you two being Because if you physical. did it and you regretted it, you would just try to avoid talking yeah. about it as much as you could. Because it meant so little to you. Well, I've, I mean, I, I, I do have a close friend that I've made out with. And they're like, you know, and we don't talk about it all. We've never, it's never been brought up again. Right. We're, we're actually close friends. I think that makes sense. Yeah. It, if it got referenced all the time, it'd be like, why are you bringing, right. there's nothing to bring it'd up. It'd be weird. It'd be weird. Yeah. No, I agree with that. I think, um, did you did you tell when you had a girlfriend, did you tell her that you made out with this person? Yeah. Okay. I was like, yeah, we, there's a little bit On of a history there. Yeah. <laughs> date three. Uh, I have here's to, what you need to know. something. This person yeah. you've never met. Yeah. Maybe what she needs to do is bring up with the guy. It's, it's There's something still weird there. They, they, there's something still weird. Because they, they did say it was because of the group. So talk that, maybe like flesh that out a little more. Yeah. I, He's still thinking about it. You're clearly still thinking about it. It's almost it's it's funny because like in my mind we're encouraging these two to literally blow up this friend group. Like we're like ha, friend get, groups. They're like you didn't fuck enough to hate each other. Let me tell you something. Like <laughs> mixed gender heterosexual friend groups are yeah. not a thing that lasts with like tons of singles. They're not a thing that lasts well until your later life. The most realistic part of friends is that at thirty it ended. Yes, Do you and know they all I mean? started they marrying the each other to each other or going their own ways. Well, the yeah. show ended with suburb, you there, you here. Yes. We talk every now and again over Instagram stories. That's that's the reality of yes. the inner. So ruining the friend group, unless yeah. you're like 18, is not going to have long stand. You're gonna no. the, the friend group's going to disperse. This is on its last leg. Yes, so <laughs> say how you feel. So you might as well just fuck once and then end it. I agree. All right, let's do some awkward sex. All right. 
UUP at Betches.com. You can also call into the hotline, 212-589-8903. Again, 212-589-8903. I have, we have a hotline, what do they say, the kids? Hotline bling. We have a hotline awkward sex today. Yes, it's a great one. Before we get into it, if you're listening right now, this is coming out on the 13th, right? Yes, or the 12th if you're a subscriber. We're Austin, Texas. Yes, we're going to be there live. tonight. Tonight. there. Yeah, get your tickets. There's probably There's still, tickets still some left, yeah. sadly. Um, <laughs> but it's going to be a great show. I love Austin. I'm really excited about it. And then we're coming to Chicago where and if you want to sit alone, there might be a seat left. If you come in with a group, I think it's over. That's right. <laughs> it's done for you. You know, for, all those friendless people who fucked all their friends. You're, yes. you're going. There's a and seat then, for you. There's a seat for you. And then New York City people, um, there's tickets available. That's going to sell out. I know that this is the summertime and people kind of like get their stuff together now. New York City. Wednesday gonna, night. Wednesday night, the 10th. Wednesday night in flowing. August. You guys have nothing going on. And no. it's going to be a great night. Also, a great night to go out in the city. Just like there's weekdays you know, the, in the summer. Are the move more than weekends. That's the time to meet people. That's it. Also, if you're listening right now, I'm going to be in Providence, Rhode Island this weekend. Raleigh, North Carolina, uh, Dayton, Ohio, Brooklyn, New York, Irvine, California, Washington, D.C., Royal Oak, Michigan, Albany, Brookfield, Wisconsin, JaredFree.com. I also have the U Up Live tickets on JaredFree.com. You ready? Let's do it. I'm ready. Okay, let's hear it. Hey, guys. I have an awkward sex story. I was seeing this guy... On and off. This was the summer while we were at college. We were home, and he's staying the night with me at my parents' house. We've been drinking, um, you know, just hanging out, and things start to get a little hot and heavy, as they do. And we were kind of talking about, oh, like, maybe we'll put on some porn. We've never done that before. Thought it could be kind of fun, try something new. Um, and so we're like, all right, let's, uh, airplay this to the TV. We're pretty drunk at this point. So, you know, we're just messing around and I'm trying to airplay this and it's not showing up. And we're like, why isn't it working? We try like three times maybe. Um, and then I get a text from my dad. At, and it's 3 a.m. He says, <laughs> I can't remember what it said, but something along the lines of, what are you doing? And apparently we had been airplaying to the TV in my parents' bedroom and woke them up. Um, and this was never discussed ever again in my family, but whenever it crosses my mind, it is just about the most embarrassing thing I can possibly fathom. Thank you. Bye. Never to be spoken again. My question is, why was her dad up at 3 a.m.? <laughs> it woke oh, them up. So it, uh, they had so the it just TV automatically on. turned on a TV. That's a bad. Huh. Does AirPlay do that? We are. The wow. thing about AirPlay people, it's a type of person. Person who's good at tech. The tech person doesn't admit that we are not there as a society yet. How so they're flying a little too free and easy <laughs> with just like, oh, just airplay it. Just oh, they'll throw it on. And you're like, there, no, half of us have no idea what you're talking about. And half of us 
do know what you're talking about. So we have to admit to, we have to, uh, we have to pull along our weakest community. Right. Okay. So when you were just like, yeah, we'll throw the porn on on the airplane. It's like, no, 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 no. We need to be fucking careful here. <laughs> Literally. Like, this is crazy. Yeah. Because I I mean, I've been places before. They go, oh, yeah, just stream an airplane. And you go, yeah. I don't know how to do yeah. that. I don't know how to undo it, too. That's the other issue of like anything that you're like changing it. Yeah. I told you, I think I mentioned this in an earlier episode. My TV is back to doing this where it just starts my, if, you don't, if it's on like, if you don't press a show or something like that, mm-hmm. it automatically starts uploading every single picture from my phone onto the, <laughs> onto the TV screen. Yeah. It, it gives me a massive amount of anxiety every time. And I don't know. I turned it can off you, a while ago and then it came back mysteriously. Can you imagine you're at a party? I'll throw on some music. And then all of a sudden all the screenshots of the text that you have right. at your party <laughs> are just on the TV. So it's fucked up. Like what you should have to opt into that. Yeah. I'm too. living in fear in my own home. Seriously. That all of a sudden, Shit from my phone Seriously, is just Mike's flying just like onto the TV. in bed, and then I see pictures pop up of Fire Island 2013. I'm like, get that shit off of there. I don't know what's coming up. Yeah, we gotta be. We we let's just admit we haven't figured these things out yet. Yeah, I mean, these people Say are no staying, to technology, right? These people are staying at their parents' place. She's like, I'm at my parents' place. Oh, throw it in the air, probably. No, no. Yeah, I like that they've never talked about it ever again. It's the only way to go. I mean, you can't be like, so POV porn, deny, huh? d- This is one of those deny till you die situations. Oh what? My God. I have no idea. What are you talking about? Also, watching porn with a significant other. Have you ever done it? No. It's, I don't know what the appeal is. I, watching something someone's doing better than you? I don't know. Right. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just like I, I got to yeah. watch the professionals. Yeah. Right. I think there's a difference between that and watching like, a hot movie, like a like an actual a real movie flick. Yeah, a, like a sex scene from like a, a an actual movie, but that's not the only part of it. Watching porn has been yeah. proposed to me. Okay, and I'm always like, ah, eh. ah, you got to take me on this journey, right? Walk me along. What's Shaw the appeal? Woman. Yeah, I guess it's like it's a some sexual, people are into it. Yeah, I guess it like gets you in a mood if you're not already. I don't know. I mean, I would need someone to teach me because I don't understand the idea of like. Like I've been there. If you go to like a a fun enough bar, they have porn just playing. I, what? I you never been to? A, Is that a strip club? I was at. <laughs> we used to. There was a comedy show that used to happen at a gay bar, and it was in. It was actually near where I live. It was in the. Okay. Deep West Village. What year was this? The eighties with the peep shows. <laughs> <laughs> they would. It was. Um. What's the name of the bar? It might be still there, but they. Literally, we'd be doing the comedy show while gay porn was playing on the TV. And you'd be like, "This is, I guess this is cool. I guess I haven't been to all the spots in New York. Yeah. I haven't seen that. <laughs> well, when you do these shows and you do comedy, they're yeah. like, yeah, the show's at, you know, um, you know. Yeah, it's a little too on the nose for me watching por- watching porn <laughs> while while having sex. While having is sex. like a little too much. We're, it's you know, all let's too, be, let's, you know, let's, too consuming. We'll be more artistic in this. Let's like yeah. allude to sex, not just like throw it in your face. Let's. See ourselves in our mind's eye. Yeah. I don't need the mirror right in front of me. Right. Plus, the story behind porn is not like particularly, it's like to me, it's super romantic. Like, do you know what I mean? It, it takes away that any kind of emotional edge to it. Whereas if you're watching a movie with a plot, yes. you get more of like, you know what I mean? The Also, it's not the movie you're paying for. A lot of people don't pay for porn, which I do believe, you know, 
there we 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 have to kind of change that. You know, if, if people should be paid for their work. Oh, yeah, but I'm not all porn is free. I'd say 99% of what people are watching, they're watching for how do free. They, how do they make money? I mean, OnlyFans, ads? ads, I guess. I don't know. I, I, Interesting. But no, because a lot of the porn that's free is just like a clip to get you to the paid version. To buy the whole thing. Do you need the whole thing? I Me? Just one? <laughs> <laughs> me? 90 second clip. It's like I'm a good. trailer. Yeah. Okay. It's like a trailer. So it's like, are we doing this to a trailer? Right. Yeah, that's interesting. This fall, I'm done. Need to, <laughs> I need to do the, uh, I need to look into the revenue models more. Right. Yeah. Get, come back with a business plan for these. Yeah. Coming this fall, cock a doodle do. Uh, I'm done. <laughs> Click here for more. <laughs> well, that was interesting. I would call this um, sex flicks. Sex flicks. I oh like God. that. I'm Maddie had airplay, foreplay, parental control. What do you have? I had airdrop flop. Like that? Porno problems. Porno problems. Sinner in a movie. Sinner in the who? Sinner in a movie. What's that? Like instead of dinner in a movie. Oh, I like I got I like it. Okay. Yeah. Right. Good stuff. Listen, we tried. Summer is just around the corner, so it's time to say goodbye to those jackets and sweaters and hello to shorts and tees. I wanted to update my wardrobe for the long haul without spending a fortune. Luckily, I found Quince. Now I have a lineup of timeless pieces I want that will keep me looking fresh year after year. I'm wearing a Quince sweater literally right now. They make the best cashmere sweaters and they're so well-priced. It's like, honestly, my dream store. I also have an amazing down comforter from them. They cut out the middleman and they really just give you these really, really high quality items that last a long time and that they're at an amazing price point. Quince has amazing items like premium European European linen dresses, blouses, and shorts from $30, washable silk tops, timeless 14-karat gold jewelry, and so much more. The best part, all Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to us. And Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes, so you can feel good about what you're wearing on every level. Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash UUP for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash UUP to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash UUP. If you're like me and shudder at the thought of low rise jeans and pluck thin eyebrows making a comeback, you're a millennial. And if you're a millennial, it's time to add Clarins multi-active cream to your daily routine. I have to tell you, I'm a huge Clarins fan. I've been using them for years. I love, love, love them. They are such high quality. They're like a legacy brand. My skin always looks better whenever I'm using Clarins products. And it's no different with the Clarins multi-active cream. You've been adulting for a while, so the daily stress of just trying to keep your life together can cause stress aging. Yes, that's a thing. The good news, Europe's number one skincare line has a solution you can trust. Rooted in nature and innovated with science, Clarins has a long legacy of creating industry-first, 
plant-forward products. Using a skin charger complex made of 2% niacinamide and C. holly bio-extract, Clarins Multi-Active Cream has been clinically proven to target the first visible signs of aging by smoothing lines and wrinkles, refining pores, evening tone and texture, and strengthening the skin's moisture barrier. While Multi-Active Cream can't bring back the golden age of boy bands, it can de-stress your skin. Go to Clarins.com slash UUP and get Multi-Active Day and Night Cream for 10% off, a free welcome gift, plus free shipping on your first order. That's C-L-A-R-I-N-S dot com slash UUP with promo code UUP, Clarins.com slash UUP with promo code UUP. Should we do another email? Let's do another email. Okay, guys. Also, if you haven't gotten your UUP merch, we have the Let's Read Some Emails mugs, the What Would J&J Say, the Splash of Obnoxious T-shirt, the UUP podcast tank for all your summer apparel needs. Coming this fall. Ah. Spelled coming. Ah. It's not that kind of show. Pussy paradise. (laughs) Ah, I'm done. Just keep imagining <laughs> how disappointing you got seven seconds into the movie i'm sorry we should make condoms that say awkward sexual encounter on them right on the head there we go can you be too controlling in your dating life jared and jordana you know the deal i love the pod been a long time listener but first time running in and finally getting some of my friends hooked on it too finally I, she, her, recently broke up with a guy that I had been with for about a year and a half. The story is a tale as old as time, where he in the beginning told me he didn't want anything too serious, but then treated me like a serious girlfriend. My interpretation of us going to weddings together, meeting his family and all his friends and him talking about the future. And overall, he treated me better than any other guy I've ever dated, which is maybe a me problem, LOL. The only thing that he didn't do super well was talk about his feelings. Shocker. Uh, I was always the one to initiate conversations about where we were at and how we felt about each other. Once the ball was rolling, he was pretty open and clear, but I did have to prod him a little here and there. In the end, he told me he still didn't want anything serious, and though he would be down to keep having fun with me, quote unquote, he didn't want... (laughs) It sounds so much worse when it's written down here. Keep having fun with me. (laughs) Hey, baby. No to that relationship, but if you want to keep, keep having, having fun, fun, it's always we always had a good time. Yeah, I, you always had a good time. <laughs> I'm pretty positive he didn't say it as gross as it sounds here. I, I, I believe most things we are always found have in the fun together. Hey, baby, you don't want to keep having fun. Ugh. So, so, it is a line. <laughs> Men say that a lot. Hey, we have so much fun together. Yeah, let's keep having fun. Come on. You don't like fun? Keep dancing. You don't like You don't like having fun? Just act on. Why does everything have to be so serious? Yeah, come on. Who wants to get married in this crazy mixed up world? Me. Okay. okay. <laughs> he didn't want me to be dis- uh, disappointed down the line if we'd kept talking and didn't take steps forward like engagement slash marriage. All that for context, my question boils down to whether or not it's possible to make the first move or be the captain of your own ship too much. I've always prided myself on being confident enough to make the first move and go after what I want. And a lot of the conversations I initiated were inspired by this podcast and asked for what I needed from him. Throughout our relationship, I thought I did a good job of telling him what I wanted and initiated conversations like a deal reveal and tried to not ask vague questions. But post-breakup, I keep thinking about how every step we took from just looking up to being exclusive to formally dating was all initiated by me asking for it i asked because each time it just felt like putting a label onto something we were already doing but now i'm wondering if he was just going along with it for the sake of not rocking the boat was it a major red flag that i missed that he was never the one to bring things up 
Uh, and I just chalked it up to him not talking about his feelings. What do you think? XOXO, a bitch that maybe did too much. I would say, I mean, as someone who's usually the person to bring up all these mm-hmm. things, I don't necessarily feel that. I think it really depends on like what the person's hesitation is. Mm-hmm. Is it that they're because she said in the beginning, he said he didn't want anything serious. Right. Mm-hmm. And that's different than I would like to take my time. Mm-hmm. Because there's, I think there's, it's fine to have a difference in timing of thinking how fast you want to move or how much there's. I think it's very unlikely that two people are on the exact same page about wanting to do every single step at the exact same time. Totally agree. I think also this guy is using revisionist history to explain a breakup. Okay. Like, I think a lot of guys, I, I think this story. Could, tale, tale as told as as old as time, as she this, says. This a tale as old as time. <laughs> Will you be my boyfriend? <laughs> I mean, how the, about we keep having fun? <laughs> that is. <laughs> I'm not looking for the one. Wow. Beauty and the fuck boy. We just wrote, we just added into our Broadway show. There it is. I love it. But <laughs> that's actually more of a tale as old as time than falling in love with someone who's a hideous beast and then actually turns out to be a prince. <laughs> just saying. And locks you in Way a tower. More locks, t- you, locks you in a tower yeah. until you say you love him and then a curse with a yeah. f- this the petal drops to the ground. Yeah. Yeah. Ours is much more of, the, of an accurate tale as old as time. <laughs> well, the tale as old as time is the one that's not being told here. The tale as old as time is uh, a guy, you know, playing house, mm-hmm. seeing how the house feels, and then going, ah, yeah, I want to live here. for me. Right. And, and then you're saying, he's saying, I've always said I've I didn't all- want any, anything serious. And that's. And that's just the easiest explanation to someone going, why? Which the why is I've seen what this is and I'm not ready for it. I'm not ready for it with you. I'm not ready for, you know, uh, the type of responsibility that comes with a relationship. Like there's a number of versions of the why that aren't as personal, but they feel personal. Right. In terms of like, why aren't we going to move in together? Why aren't we going to, you know, get engaged? And the reason, like you said, is, is that, he doesn't see it with you, mm. and he's. You, you're saying he's using the idea of I. I don't see it potentially at all. I'm not. Or well, he's using the I told you, right. and it's like you know because everything she did, I, I hear, I can see how this all went. It's like mm-hmm. you know she's saying this feels like a relationship. Is this a relationship? Yeah, it is. And then he's going, right. yeah, I guess it is. Right. And then he goes, she goes, are we committed? Oh yeah, of course. And then it's like, yeah, yeah, of course. And then want to meet my parents? Yeah, of course. And then he goes, and and I think like, I I don't think think that's inherently a bad thing though. Not at all. That's, that's my point. Assuming he likes all those that he likes how it's going. Yeah. The bad thing is he's bailing on the hardest explanation in the world, which is, I don't want to be with you forever. Let's just have some fun. You know, like he, he's bailing on the breakup. By being like, mm-hmm. oh, no, I had this ripcord the whole time. I told you. Right. I said I didn't want a relationship. And it's like, no, you were in a relationship. So you bailed. You have signed a new contract with yeah. me. And now you're kind of saying, oh, well, there was a small writing that I placed in the beginning of the well, contract. And here, that's not fair. Here's what I don't get. And I think this is a difference between men and women and part of men. A lot of what men do that I don't understand. It's like, don't you get attached to these people that you're dating? Where you're like, 
Yeah, we like we. If you don't know, it sounds like they've been dating for at least a year, years yeah. potentially. And it's like, does this person mean anything to you? I mean, you've been like, of you course, spend every day. You know, I don't know if they, they don't live together, but I, you know, you see that a lot of in a lot of relationships, people live together. They're with they're together, and the guy just like, it's like I don't want. It's not yeah, I don't want it to be forever. But like, isn't there a sense in inside that's like, I feel like a deep attachment. I don't. I feel like it's much for women. You just rarely ever see the breakup because it's just like because I just don't see it as forever. It usually does have a reason, and they've usually been telling you the reason the whole time, and you haven't changed it. I need you to be more like this. I need you to do more like that. And then they don't, they don't change. And then it's like very obvious why they leave. But for men, it's kind of like, I just don't see it forever, but I just never get how they're not like, they don't become so attached to you that like that, the idea of parting with you seems really difficult. I talk about in the Ted talk, not to go to plug city here. Yeah. But the, is it out yet? I don't, it's been submitted so I, I saw it. It was keep... it was great. So I'm, I'm excited for it to come out. For I'm us uh, a little nervous about it. I think it's it's it looks nice, right? It's it looks like... nice. It sounds great. I think it's a great message. I loved Thank it. You. Very but Ted. I talk about it in the TED talk about you know I you know and I talk about it on stage breaking up before things get more serious mm-hmm. rather than a lot of men will break up things before they get more serious because this you know the 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 fear of this relationship kind of setting you on a path towards an unsuccessful life Mm -hmm. and then there's the you know it seems like a lot of the women do the i gotta work on this a thousand times so i'm not on my own right and and because i do care care about about this and i but i think you know there's a thing of like i care about this person but i am in no way ready to be the reason that this person didn't get everything they wanted. Okay. I think that's a, I mean, that's a more, that's a very empathetic way to look at someone who might not be thinking about these things as deeply, but I do believe that's a lot of ingrained thing. Mm-hmm. Like where you go, like I think back to when I'm like 27 and dating people and being in like 10 month relationships. When we first started this podcast, I was telling you that it would be in 10 yeah. month things. And I had that thought a lot where I'd be like, you're ready to like ship off to the thing we talked about in the beginning of this podcast. You know, suburbia mom land. Right, yeah. You're ready to be at that barbecue. Yeah. Are you coming? Are you coming? <laughs> and you go, I don't got the, I don't got the, the, I don't have the, the foundation yet for that barbecue. Okay. And you go, another step forward, and she even says it, um, that he said, I, I can't promise you marriage and engagements. She's not even asking for that. She's just like, let's keep going right, with this yeah. relationship. Yeah. It, it, and it's why when a lot of women write into us and they're like, and they're like, I didn't even ask to be married. I didn't even ask. I'm not saying I want that, but we, you're, but but another day is another day towards that. Mm-hmm. And I think for this guy and I think a lot of guys that get the do this version where they're like, and this guy I think is the repres- is the mascot for the guy on the dating app who says, yeah, I would be in a relationship if the right person came along. Right. This is that guy. But this guy's already in the relationship. That's what I'm saying. Right, yeah. So he's going, oh, you were the right person at this step. You were the right, right. person at this step. You were the right person. And he keeps yes, yesing yeah. her at these turns. And then they get to the turn that he goes... This is the point of no return. Mm-hmm. 
this is the point of moving. Right. This is the point of engagement. This is the point of marriage. This is the point of babies. Yeah. He goes, eh, you know, right. put on the foot on the brake. I guess there's, I don't know. It just seems like women are just much more if unlikely to have that feeling. But I do ever. agree with you that that feeling of like, do you even care? I can understand right. why that question right. comes Where up. Because you like, go, I do care. But I think a lot of guys hold back on like, it's like, uh, I do, I do believe that the one that got away exists more for men than it does ever for women. Like there's, and it's people like they're dating like this. This guy yeah. who goes, you know what? I made a play at the casino of life mm-hmm. where I said, I'm not folding yet. <laughs> well, I'm folding you. <laughs> right. But I'm not, I'm, I'm, hoping, not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not ending the whole game. I'm, I'm not leaving the, the game. Yeah. yeah. Right. I'm going to fold this hand. Hoping for a better hand at the table. And that sounds really bad. I can understand that someone listening to this is yeah. like, ugh. But that is kind of, that is really what's going on. He's going, I'm going to bet that the intersection of me being ready and perfect person right. for me are going to meet. Well, they never yeah. do. Like I, I mean, I, that's know, I think the dream it. for us once you've dumped us. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? That you just are out there looking for something that doesn't exist and you never find it. And um, I love the the dream for most is women the, is for I mean, that is the dream a man for, to have the worst life. Well, ever. I mean, think about it though. If you like, if you think about it from a practical sense, it's like, yeah, like I was invested in this. I was ready to make it work. You thought you could find someone better, which is not what you're saying without saying it. Mm-hmm. You thought you could find someone better than me. Well, I thought I couldn't. I was ready to. to I was ready to fold and mm-hmm. take my cards off the table for you. You were. You thought there was something better coming along so yep. you didn't and then you never found that person that's a little bit validating sure let me explain <laughs> in a different way okay i i agree although it's, that you, it feels that doesn't like a make, win. make me sound like amazing <laughs> but i just i you know what i mean well here's the other thing i'll put it i'll put it in me terms i'll put it in my terms okay i thought about this the other day i was like if i had kept going with so and so would i be doing the tonight show in 2021. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Right. Well, that I, that's you not know, even what we're thinking. It's funny that you're thinking that cuz we're yes. thinking like to you taking your cards off the table is like you meeting someone that's like hotter yeah, a, a and better. Yeah. yeah. yeah it's yeah, not like that. that. Yeah. It's like a, a, it, it, it's an amalgamation of that. It's the babe of 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 life paths. It's not, and and I know it's it does, and I totally understand. It's like, it, that's this is where it becomes interesting. Is you know, it's not. I've never thought. Well, I gotta get that hotter chick, right? You know, like I. I mean, that's what it feels like. I think sometimes. Sure, yeah. but I I also like you or know better as far as, hotter better whatever it well, is. Well, you want to be um, you want to feel like a man. You want to be a provider. You want to be you know someone who is right. is you know listen. What do men hear about? Like, I what do you hear about in relationships that don't work out when when the you know when older in life you hear like, he, he was a loser. Do you hear that? You do. You hear when the guys like you know you hear a lot of like you know couldn't provide, couldn't make things happen. Couldn't, I guess. You know, I feel I, like most women are are down to go on that journey with you. They don't need you to be there, or they don't. I don't think of me personally. I've never thought about it intertwined really at all for myself mm. i'm like those are two different things that i can work on side by side yeah i don't i i've always thought of them as intertwined like i i and again i may have been able to do the tonight show i yeah. i think maybe i think it's hard for a lot of guys to 
think that way. I think I see a lot of my friends are doing very well and are married. Like it didn't take them off course. So maybe I was wrong. Right. You know, like, I mean, yours, your job is probably more time intensive and in a weirder way. I I, I don't want to put myself above anyone that's doing their own thing. I think everyone's got to put time, you know, figure out their schedule and time with Mm -hmm. work and life balance. But, you know, some people, you know, when they get up at the company banquet and they go, I wouldn't have had this company if it wasn't for my family. You know, like, right. you know, they look at it looking backwards, yeah, you, you know? know. Yeah. So I, but I do think when you're a young guy, this is a part of the right process. I don't have that thought. You know, that thought doesn't yeah. hit me now. I just think it's such a different way of, of looking at things because you just rarely ever see a woman with a guy mm-hmm. and she breaks up with him because she's like... I got to like, I don't know, whatever this guy is like, we, you know, this was fun, but, sure. and I love you and, and, every, you and there's nothing fun. wrong with you. And we, you know what I mean? We can keep having fun, but I'm not ready to, to do that. It just, it just never happens. So I just think the, it's interesting to hear the, the it's way more that, that complicated. That's yeah. the thing. It's more complicated than I'm waiting for a hotter babe. So I know, I know, but it's like, but it is funny right. because I think this woman did everything I don't think there's anything she said that I was like, oh, you know, I think the way she's viewing the breakup and how he's viewing it and how he's rationalizing it is a little bit fucked up and not right. Right. Because he's not telling he's using this to avoid talking about what is really the issue. I mean, and I do think it's hard for him to say that he doesn't want to fold. I don't want to fold. Yes. And I think it would be hard for me. I don't know how old this guy is. She didn't give an age, but this sounds late 20s mm-hmm. to me. Yeah. I don't know if I could put the words together to say, hey, I'm looking for a life that's going to be best for me. And it's going to include a lot of energy towards other things that aren't a relationship. Well, what if she was like, I don't need that much of your energy? At the that's the problem. That's what I'm saying. They always come back with, uh, but well, maybe she I don't does. want a lot. And it's like, oh, you don't want a lot? You don't, you know, like, you well, don't want me to like- go to the family? Like, I, I, I'm i going to take a week and not go to your family, you know, wedding. You know, like. You could you could go to the wedding, though, and have a great career. That's but the thing. That, but they, he might not believe in himself enough to do that. You know? I guess. I mean, it's just kind of like, you know what I mean? It can be done. I've seen it. it can seen be it. done, but it also, you know. I think part of it, though, is if you met someone and you really felt like they were like this once in a lifetime opportunity and you like really felt like they were 100 percent the one for you, you'd figure it out. Yeah, is that's that not what, true. That's, that that always gets tossed back to the person who's trying to think practically with, you know, like I, I, I think that's true. But I think like it's the reason a lot of men are vilified in these arguments well i don't, don't you think there is that is true and, and that's think, the, that's the harsh reality that no one's ever gonna say is that if you were if i really thought that this was a let's call it a mat better match mm. or though you were the the absolute one for me yeah we would figure it out i think it takes there are football players or like a lot of athletes i think in particular sure. who marry young or like with people that they were mm-hmm. with from they're very young so to me i like think of that and like those people are pretty successful they seem like they practice a yeah, lot. Yeah, they, well, they <laughs> they get paid yeah. millions upon millions of dollars. They're retired at 27 with 10 mil in the bank. And married. And ma- yeah. <laughs> and I, 
<laughs> I'm just saying, like those people, like had like did it side that, by side. But that is it, yeah. more tracked and organized than a, a person's life, right? Generally, is like, are you kidding me? Go to practice, play the game, get paid, right? You don't yeah, think I would it's want a that? More of an, an obvious track, <laughs> right? Yeah. yeah, like you know, I think that's probably why a lot of like accountants probably get married early. I would love to see the numbers on that. I'll ask. Uh, I'll ask Mike. <laughs> <laughs> well, partner track, you know, yeah. there's, there's, oh, okay, I right. see how it's going to go. You know how, yeah, you know the trajectory, that's fair. Well, that's why we go to these cities, you go to San Francisco, a lot of Peter Pans. Mm-hmm. You go, well, I can understand right. that. I don't know if I'm going to, if it's going to be, well, that's the other thing though, is it like, because it feels like, oh, once you hit your big break, then you can have the person of your choice. <laughs> it's like the that's Seinfeld it, episode, you ever see Seinfeld where the guy goes, every... <laughs> Everybody that goes into medicine, the minute they become a doctor, I have to dump whoever I'm with. I mean, yeah. do you know what I mean? It's kind, yeah. of, it's kind of what it feels like. It feels like, sure. okay, like now I'm there and now I have a larger pool. Or Yeah. I I, I don't think there's nothing to that. At, there's not nothing to that. But as someone who has opted out for very similar, I don't even know if we're even on this guy anymore, yeah. but I, I, I uh, very similar thoughts going through my mind, like, I don't have a thought of like, well now, now that I, now that did I have the Tonight Show, I should be getting three hundred thousand Instagram followers. Right, I'll be get, right. I don't I, have. I get that it. Thought. It's not like that. But, but like, I do do understand the other side of that. Why it looks like that. Also, right. I do understand people do do that. Yeah, that's not. That's not. That's what I'm an saying. It's not based, not based yeah. on an absolute that, that never happens. No, this. I mean, that's this whole podcast is it. Yeah. Is a, is a well, that's the val- fair gray well, area. If you think about it from that end, that's the part that feels validating if it doesn't happen for them. <laughs> <laughs> you failed yeah. and you're alone. I'm going to be out in the streets with a with a sign. Yeah. Three Hung- ex-girlfriends. I told you. <laughs> Good. <laughs> Me with a can out. I'll tell jokes for a penny. And then, you know, you, you, you're dreaming. You're pushing your baby stroller down. You, you pass him. You throw him a dollar. And you say, this could have been you. Could have been you. Could have been yours. This could have been your life. Dating's hard, right? <laughs> What's the deal with hummus? <laughs> Red pepper hummus stinks, right? And then they that go off. The, that's the dream. Eating gelato. Yeah. I'm sure there's... there's Blue there, Hawaiian gelato. I'm sure there's... <laughs> I'm sure there's a woman or two who's had that thought about you. That is and the most... Fantasy. Oh, my God. That that haunts me. <laughs> that legit haunts me. The... I have had that thought so many times. The... the And I'm sure this... I, who cares about me? But it's like... And now he gives dating advice like a fucking loser. You know, like I have that thought. I mean... This, it's a horrible uh, thought, but it's I would true. say the show is 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 doing pretty well. That's why you guys need to keep telling your friends, <laughs> so uh, that Jared's exes don't have anything <laughs> to harp on. You're gonna leave me now? He's talking about hummus, eating porn, yeah. <laughs> coming during porno. I don't know. <laughs> Could have been us. You know that feeling when you're going on your first date with the person you've been seriously crushing on, and realize you have absolutely nothing to wear. Maybe you find yourself wishing you had the perfect pair of jeans, the one you can fancy up, fancy down, and just look better every time you wear them. Well, that's why you need to check out Lee Denim. I love Lee Denim. I'm wearing them today in the office. I'm wearing their jeans. I love, they also have this other pair that I have at home that I'm really excited to wear. It's like a little baggier, but it's still so comfortable. And yet it's still so flattering. I don't know how they do it. Every time you wash it, they also look even better. 
And I love that they flatter every body type. Denim trends come and go, but Lee is legendary for creating denim cuts that fit your body. Their denim gets better with age and their classics fit into every look. Lee's denim jacket is the one to reach for without fail. A classic. The Ryder jean jacket is the OG, what every other brand has copied for decades. Everyone is an icon in their own right, and Lee makes denim so people can own their style and feel good in their clothes. Their spring collection is here, so get the freshest looks and cuts before anyone else. You can find your Lee fits by visiting lee.com. That's lee.com to shop spring looks now. Let's play some games. All right, let's play some games. Today's Red Flagger Deal Breaker game is brought to you by Faux Pas. Just in time for summer, there's a new can cocktail that's made for Betches by Betches, and it's ready to drink so you can bring it wherever your group text takes you next. They come in four delicious flavors with a Betches twist and beautiful, vibrant packaging, so they look good and taste even better. And of course, they're served cold like a K-text. Okay, let me just say, I posted that thing on Instagram. It just looked right. What? The beach. Oh, yeah. The faux pas. Beach by noon. Faux pas. I, we love the size. Yes. It's meant to be savored. It's good. It's not like a, again, it's, it's, a not, like, it's not like a synthetic, like, no. malty kind of beverage. It's like real vodka, real tequila, natural flavors. Like, you can taste the difference. So it looks good and it tastes good. You know what it is also? One in your, like... You're feeling the You're beach. You're okay. You're yeah. okay. So I was sitting there. I had my one, and then I'm in the water playing with the ball. I'm like, oh, I'm, I'm getting it all. It was his life. Summer. This is the life. I was feeling yeah. great. Just oh, a pop. fantastic drink, and go on Drizzly and go order it and do all the stuff yes. and, and bring it to every party because at the party they go like crazy. Anywhere fun is is to be had. Bring a faux pas. Let's do uh, the first one. You ready? I'm ready. Okay. Hi, J&J. Love the pod and you both. Thank you for your service. So, <laughs> you're welcome. A big salute. Seriously. <laughs> Medal of honor. So red flag or deal breaker question. I matched with a guy on a dating app and he asked for my Instagram. So I gave it and we followed each other. Next thing I knew, I was included on, one, on his close friend's story. Wasn't anything crazy. Don't worry. And our date was still a week away. Weirdly planned it like very in advance. Ha ha. I think it's kind of odd to put someone on your close friend's Instagram story that you haven't met or really even texted that much, but nonetheless have had this plan for two weeks. So I'm going to meet my new closest friend tonight. Ah, <laughs> curious if you all have any thoughts on this. He's also in his mid thirties and I'm in my mid twenties. So not sure if that's a factor from everyone's closest friend. It's not about her. It's about the people he's doesn't want seeing. Yeah. To me, it's, that's what I was thinking. It's like yeah. more about the people that you're, you don't want certain people to see and everyone else you don't care about. There's probably a lot of people on the close friends list. Yes. I would assume here's my assumption of the close friends list. The close friends list is for exes. Okay. Okay. It's so an ex doesn't sees, see it, it. sees or- it or doesn't see it. Okay. One or the other. I would assume this guy is recently out of a long-term relationship where he had to say, let's have fun to someone. (laughs) He's that guy. (laughs) Like, I think this is the guy from the last email. Yeah. He knows someone's watching. uh, And you're a new person that he doesn't care sees the story or not. Or he wants to see the story. He wants you to see his life, you know, whatever. But uh, at the same time, there's someone he doesn't want to see. Okay. So it's less about you than it is more about... Someone else. Someone else. And yeah, he doesn't want to Do you do that ever? I've never used it. Okay. If I'm, yeah, I, I actually, that's, I was going to ask, how do you, have you, have you used it? 
Um, I don't think so. I don't. I've never don't seen you so. use it. Yeah. That's why. Uh, when you I, use it, do you put people on it or do you take people out of it? So you have to put people into it. So you can't just like every, but you can do something that's like everyone except this person can see my story. That's another option, right? Block someone from your regular story. Block someone from your regular story. See, I think this person didn't want to block from the regular story. So they just added. They maybe, just yeah. keep adding people. Maybe they also don't have that many followers, so it was easy to add most of them. Sure. Let's say. Yeah. I think it's about exes. So. I like that. I didn't think of that. Um, to me, it's not a deal breaker. Because they're trying to get away from something. I think they're trying to better themselves. I think there's an element of self-care that comes from making sure that you're politely removing someone from your life as polite as you can. Yeah. But I could see how someone could see it from a very different angle where they're like, well, they're still obsessed and they're still fucking with this person. So I choose the path of good. I think I'd be fine with it, especially if we haven't really, they haven't even gone out yet. No. No. I think it's fine. Yeah. It's not a big deal to me. I remember when I was dating mm. back in the day, sorry, <laughs> um, Snapchat stories were like, do you remember the oh, be- your best yeah. friend on Snapchat? And they would tell you if you clicked on the name, like who, oh my God. who the person, the person Snapchatted the most often was. Do you know, I wrote a whole article called Snapchat best friends is going to be the reason we're all divorced. <laughs> and, and they got rid of it. Then they got rid of it like literally a week or two later. I mean, and I, and, it, and I really, someone must have seen because I was like, it's there true. Is, that was it like, was no reason to have this. It was like, why are we doing this? Why are we in the only person that wants to see this is a woman in a relationship with a guy she doesn't trust or hooking up with someone wants to see if who, who else they're, they're hooking to. up with. Yes. Yeah, that was how I used it for, and it was very upsetting. <laughs> it was a weird point in history. Yeah. It is interesting. That there are certain technology changes, much like the putting porn onto the air. Airplay. Play, where because of the, there's like a certain amount of like, I don't know if this is the right word, but like arbitrage, where it's like, there's, there's like people get, in in, in, in the world of change, there are people that get fucked. Yeah. Remember when all your stuff started moving to the cloud? Yeah. And then people started getting their texts on iPads. Cheating. And yeah. everyone's all. Yeah. There's like a group of divorces from a very specific yeah. time in our history that are all iPad texting right. the text divorce. shows up yeah. on the family iPad. Right. Yeah, right. That was an era that is now gone. Yeah. Because people got better, they about, got better. about it. And, and they figured right. it out. Yeah. The people were. Yeah. You got, if you're going to be collateral. shady, if you're going to be shady, you've got to know the era that you're in. And understand the context of the things that you're doing. You were collateral damage of the iPad generation. Yeah, I remember. It was the lipstick on the collar of a new generation. Right around the Snapchat time. Right. Wow. <laughs> Let's what do a another. world to be living in. Red flag or deal breaker? He's a great guy, sweet and funny. He has everything you're looking for, but is 15 years older and looks like your uncle. For context, I'm a 28-year-old female and I've gone on three dates with a 43-year-old male. He has almost everything I'd want in a partner, but looks exactly like my uncle. And my brother said the same. The brother saying it is brutal. That's weird. It's weird, but I think it's fine. Here's why. Okay. I think you're just naturally like your your natural urge is to go for people who are similar to you or similar to people that you know and feel mm-hmm. are comfortable with. And so I think that maybe this one's like in a sort of like a slightly too close one sure. for comfort. But I think naturally you're gonna. 
a date or look or be attracted to people who not like look like your siblings or your uncle mm-hmm. or your parents, but have a look like like you. My parents look like siblings. They do. Yeah. Yeah. And there's no way around it. Um, <laughs> I, I. But they're not. But they're not. Yeah. <laughs> we think. Um, but I totally agree with you. Most yeah. couples kind of look alike. A lot of couples look alike. Totally. Yeah. And it's because it's like that's a look that the person is familiar with. Yeah. And they, you know, it feels comfy to them. Totally. Here's where she, it's not a deal breaker. I agree mm-hmm. with you. Um, because she's going to dress him younger. He, she will she keep him young. She, you know, this, if it works out, he will not look like your uncle within a year. Yeah. Maybe you've got an attractive uncle. I, I would assume. Yeah. I'm some, you know. To some. Yeah. I hate that the brother. There should be a family rule. We don't say anything about anyone until we're done. You know, like until, I don't know. Just yeah. the brother going, is that Uncle Rick? <laughs> like, <laughs> fuck you, dude. Unless maybe Uncle Rick's super hot. Maybe he meant it as a compliment. He might have. You know. I don't know. I don't care how hot my uncle is. I don't you don't want to be dating someone who looks like him. <laughs> uh, is that Aunt Rick? <laughs> Rick? Whatever your aunt's name is. I don't yeah. even want to make the name of my aunt. Yeah, it would be weird. I'm afraid to even say the name. I'm sure you will date someone who looks like some member of your family. What bothers me the most is I've I've shown like my brother, like I'm like, oh, what do you think of this chick? Like and he goes, and my my mom. My mom and brother all the same. All they all look the same. I'm like, can you not say that? Brother says that too. Oh, they say that all the time. I get parents saying it because it's like they think all young people look the same. Yeah, you know, in the same way you think all old people look the same. (laughs) No, they both all look the same, and like it makes me less excited to be to be honest. They don't look the same. Some of them have have darker hair, (laughs) are taller than others. Also, like on you see a dating app where you know, like everyone's making the same poses. Sure, but, you know, in person they don't all look the same. It does deflate it though to have a relative go. Eh, is that Uncle Rick? You know, I. <laughs> she looks just like the last one. Yeah. I hate that. Yeah. There are certain people who date who everyone they date looks this exactly the same. I know, but it is a it's a weird thing to be told. Do you go? Oh, well, then what am I even? Why right. am I folding why all these I just hands? Stay with the last one. <laughs> yeah, I, didn't, right. I went through a breakup for this. Yeah. Okay. Let's do one more. Mm. Faux pas or nah? J&J, big fan of the podcast. Here's my red flag or deal breaker. I've gone on a couple dates with this guy who I met through mutual friends. We had a great date and I was excited to see him again. The next day, he sends me a screenshot of a joke his friend made in a group chat. The problem, the previous messages in the chat were his friends asking him if, if him and I hooked up. We didn't. And him saying, nah, great date though. And his friends responding, man, for sure thought you did. <clears throat> It grossed me out and ended up being a deal breaker for me. I get it that guys talk about that, but it doesn't mean I want to see it so blatantly. In the end, he didn't see anything wrong with it and thought it was funny. What are your thoughts? Thanks, TMI, Betch. I think it's funny. I don't think it's too much information. I do think... I think he said it respectfully. He doesn't like... It wasn't like he said like... Also, the friend said it. Yeah. The friend said it would have thought, man, for sure thought you did. What What about her? That means, I, I can understand from her perspective, is he sending this to me to send a message that hooking up is on his mind? Or that he does that frequently with other people. Yes. Sure. Or that he showed her, the, showed his friends pictures of her 
and they made assumptions that she was somehow, you know, looser, uh, uh, so to speak, which okay. would be, you know, right. hurtful as well. Yeah. So I can understand where her hurt comes from. I don't think she's wrong. Okay. But I do think this is very light, like as far, but, yeah. but also it would be hard for me to trust. I don't know this person enough to trust that like, you couldn't cut out the top of that conversation? Like, are you a fucking idiot? That is idiot? weird, yeah. I guess it's weird that he didn't cut it out, but if I had, like, seen it and he didn't, had, he hadn't sent it to me, I totally. would have been like, this is not that if, this is not particularly offensive. He didn't say anything disrespectful to, in my mind. I The big difference is seeing it over his shoulder versus yeah. a screenshot right. like, sent to you. like, why did you send it to me? Yeah. yeah, that would be make me a little upset. Do you like, think what he did it by accident? To me, it's... I, I believe in the, you know, I, I, I tend to be a little naive with these things. I don't mm -hmm. believe that people are that maniacal. Yeah. I understand that's a, like a very positive way to look at this and without, but I, I don't think he knew. I feel like men are kind of dumb and he probably didn't even think about it. He really did just want to send the bottom half. I agree, but I. Not to call all men dumb. No, some, we're you know, pretty this fucking kind of, stupid. You know, I, don't know. Like, I don't think they're like reading the whole message, double checking it to make sure it says. It is bizarre that he said it, but I do agree. It feels like a big mistake. But right. it, 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 I don't know if he did. He say she doesn't say if he said it was. Oh, that was a huge mistake. I'm so sorry. Like, no, she said he thought it was funny. He did think it was funny. Yeah, he didn't see anything wrong with it and thought it was funny. I could. Oh, that's so that's a little bit of acknowledgement that you like didn't care enough to cut out the top. Which you're like, right? Then why didn't you care enough to like not let me know that your friends are talking about if we fucked? Right. Yeah, I could see that. I think it's a red. I think I might. I'd probably go out with him again if I'm being realistic. Mm -hmm. But it might. Be, it would be a red. It would be a red flag and something I would think about. Totally agree. It were yeah. It's red flag oozing into right. deal breaker territory. Agreed. Well, that's it for today. Red flag or deal breakers presented by Faux Pas Can Cocktails. They're eight percent alcohol made with real vodka or real tequila, gluten free, and contain no artificial flavors or artificial friends. Because we aren't into overcomplicating things, Jordana. Faux pas is about to be the drink of the summer, right? What do you, it is. Already right. is the drink of the summer. I love, thank you guys so much for tagging me. I see you tagged Jared, the yes. podcast, Betches, uh, Drink Faux Pas. And we love seeing where you're, where you're drinking. It always makes me want to be where you guys are. And thank you so much for the support. And the drinks are so good. They speak for themselves. So I'm just going to leave it there. Did not make it past an hour. And I brought four cases. Amazing. Well, that's how, you know, that's how you know. It's because... Everywhere I bring it, it's gone immediately. And to me, that's all. That's the only sign I need. That's all you need. Yes. And were they at the pool party? Of course. They were at both pool parties. I mean, yeah. these they pool ran parties out. must both have gotten parties, yeah. wild. They were great. Parents, you know, parents stay out. People Love just it. enjoying it. It was great. Love it. Well, we solved dating again, Jordana. We did it. I'm so proud of us. And we will be back with you guys on Sunday for a Sunday special. Bye. Boom. You Up is produced by Sean Kilby and Jorge Morales Pico. Editing by Sean Kilby. Social media by Maddie Paul. Guest booking by Nicole Pellegrino. Be sure to follow at You Up Pod on Instagram and Twitter. And send us your emails to youup at betches.com.
Thank you to our sponsor, Netflix. Bridgerton is back, bringing us another scandalous and sexy season. And dearest gentle readers, you will not want to miss this chapter. In season three, longtime friends Colin Bridgerton and Penelope Featherington find themselves in quite the precarious situation. The wallflower is ready to bloom, but she needs Colin's help to find a marriage match. Will these friends defy odds and expectations to find true love? And will Penelope's secret identity as famed gossip writer Lady Whistledown destroy any chance she may have at love? You shall have to watch and see. Watch part one of Bridgerton now, only on Netflix. Betches.